0: Today's podcast is from Worship on Sunday the 6th of June. Well, welcome everyone to our online service tonight. Uh, I'm glad to be with you, although a little bit later than planned. i having a few technical problems again uh, this week. I do apologise. Uh, last Sunday I couldn't get my camera to work. It was actually the same problem this evening. For some reason it wasn't connecting. With the computer tonight, uh, but thankfully we got it on and all working. Um, plan to make a wee change to these the online uh, services, just because we're we're now doing two in-person services on a, a Sunday, uh, half ten at Mount Cook and then quarter past twelve at Gunnedah East End Church. Um, by uh, so Sunday evening, um, and getting everything ready for another online service is proving quite difficult um, at the moment, given the sort of time constraints. And what I'm planning to do is to record the service live during the week, and um, so that would be on a planning a Wednesday lunchtime at twelve. Um, not this coming week, but the following the following week, and that, that would then be posted on Facebook on a Sunday evening uh, for people to to watch then. And um, I think that would just be easier at the moment. We don't quite have the technology in place to 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 live stream our Sunday service from Mount Kirk or Goonnet East End uh, at the moment. And uh, I think that this would probably be the best way to do it, just to allow enough enough time to kind of make sure everything is uh, working correctly beforehand, et cetera, and I'm not too stressed out. <laughs> a sunday evening it means that for those that are listening by telephone you'll still be able to listen into the service on a on a sunday uh it's just that you will be um maybe slightly out of sync um so if you, you listen on the sunday it'll be the service recorded on the wednesday before so it just means you're, you're, you're maybe one week behind um from where we would be um, so i hope that is kind of helpful to folks i think Moving forward, as more more people uh, seem to be coming to them, person services, it makes sense uh, to maybe change change it this way. Um, I realise for some people, I know you you really enjoy um, the live services uh, on a Sunday. Um, it's just in the circumstances we're in. Um, I feel that it's probably the right time to change that uh, about a little bit. That's not to say that we may have to go back to doing a live service on a Sunday. Nobody nobody really knows what you know, how things are going to go. We hope and pray that we won't have any other lockdowns, but at the moment we just don't know that. Um, Also from this, from yesterday, uh, the government had made it possible for those areas in level one or level zero to be able to sing in church so you can have congregational singing. And um, so one of the things I wanted to look at today was the whole subject of worship and singing to God uh, in worship and praise. And so what I wanted us to start with today is to say a psalm together. You know, The psalms were the hymn book of the church for well over a thousand years before there were uh, books of hymns or even musical instruments used. People used their voices and they sang the psalms, they sang the words of the Bible. So I'm sure you don't want to hear me singing this on my own today, but if we say the words together, so wherever you're watching, wherever you are uh, listening today, uh, feel free to just say these words at home just as we begin our time of worship together. Okay. I'll just switch over to the other screen. This is Psalm 95. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation, let us come to him with thanksgiving, and let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods, he holds in his hands the depth of the earth and the mightiest mountains, the sea belongs to him, for he made it, his hands formed the dry land too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. We are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. We're going to sing just now uh, with a hymn i have chosen for the online service tonight. Love divine, all love's excelling. Feel free to sing along if you're watching or listening at home.
1: Love divine, all loves excel So Live the the bird
0: just going to read from Paul's letter to the Colossians and chapter 3. If you have a Bible at home feel free to read along with me and if you have been following the services over the past few weeks we've been working our way through the book of Acts and uh, again I'm taking a little break from that today uh, to talk about worship and singing and why do we sing and so I'm going to be reading from Colossians chapter 3 and verses 16 And 17 where Paul says let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God and whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's pray together. Lord we thank you for this time of worship to gather together online and for those listening by telephone today we ask that you would be with each one of us. We thank you for your presence. We give thanks and praise for who you are Lord. That you are our creator, the one who made us, the one who holds this world in the palm of your hand, the one who sustains our life and breathed life into us. Lord, we come to worship you, to to bring our thanksgiving and our praise this day. And we come to be reminded Of what you have done. You are our Savior, you are our Redeemer and through your Son Jesus you have saved us, you have cleansed us from our sins, you have redeemed us. By Jesus' death on the cross we are forgiven and set free from our sins. And by his resurrection from the dead, we are given eternal life. Lord, as Jesus now sits at the right hand of the Father, and as he ascended to heaven, you sent the Holy Spirit upon your church. And so we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit, who is here and with us now. Wherever we are listening, wherever we are watching, Your spirit is with us. So Lord, we ask that in these moments of worship and as we open your word together, you would speak powerfully into our lives. That we would have a a fresh vision of who you are and what kind of God you are. And that we would have an increased desire to, to worship you to sing to you with our voices, to lift our hearts in praise for who you are and all that you have done. Lord, I just pray for all those listening and watching today, for those who are perhaps struggling just now with health or concerns or anxieties, family situations or circumstances. Lord, I pray that in this time of worship that you would lift them up. Give them your strength. Give them encouragement. And may our worship minister into their lives. And so we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught his first disciples. Now, as we say, our Father, who art in heaven, we're going to be talking about worship today, and why why do we sing, and uh, why do we sing hymns to God? And there was a, something we were talking about at church this morning. I'll just show it on the screen. If I can. I was re- remembering the story about Paul and Silas in the Book of Acts, and how they were thrown in prison. They were locked away, and. The way these men responded was by singing hymns to God. So much so that all the other prisoners there heard them. I've often wondered if I was in that situation. I don't know if you've maybe wondered yourself if you've read this verse before. If you were in that situation, what, what would you do? How would you respond? Would worship be the first thing you would think of doing? I'm not so sure about how I would react in that situation. Maybe I would feel sorry for myself, maybe I would start crying or thinking about all sorts of things. But would the first thing I think of be to to sing, to worship God? Yet that's what these men did. And singing and worshiping is something far more powerful than we, we perhaps realize a lot of the time. Singing hymns to God is not just music, it's not just a song along to, to lyrics, um, which may come from the Bible or not. It It's far more powerful than that, and especially when we are singing the words of Scripture. That music does something to the soul, it ministers to our soul in a way that other things perhaps uh, don't always do that. I'm asking today, why do we sing? Why do we sing? Now, maybe some of you watching and listening today, you have your favorite music, you have your favorite songs, whether secular or spiritual. You have certain types of music that lifts your heart, that encourages you, that makes you happy, that makes you smile. When you're feeling down, you know just what kind of music uh, to put on. And that will be different for everyone. Everyone's got different tastes. But each of those things speak to us in different ways that are quite powerful. But I think there is a a reason why music resonates with us uh, in a very deep way. Um, and it, it's to do with mathematics. Now I'm not going to give you a maths uh, lesson today. Um, But it's incredible when you understand what music is, that God has actually designed the world in a way that music is possible and in a way that resonates with us as human beings, that we find it pleasing to the ear, that it makes us happy, it makes us feel good, and also it allows us to connect with God. See, Music is made up of something called waves. If you imagine a wave on the sea, just like that, and music is made up of waves. And so when you sing a higher note, then the waves are shortened. If you sing a lower note, the waves are stretched out further apart. And when there are two people singing, or three people, or even a choir or a band or multiple musical instruments, you end up with the waves stacked on top of one another, but you hear it all as one sound and what happens when music sounds good to our ears it's when all these waves are in sync with one another sometimes they can be out of phase but they've got to be perfectly out of phase in a certain way and that could sound nice to the ear but if it's slightly off everybody can tell you know when something's out of tune or it just doesn't sound right or if there's notes clash together and there's a reason for that and it's to do with maths and, and physics and just the way the world is. And it, it's, it's incredible when you think that the, the laws that make music possible were set up at the very beginning of this universe. When God said, let there be light, and there was light. And some of you perhaps already know this, that light is waves as well. Light behaves in almost the exact same way that music does and the very first thing that God said was let there be light, let there be waves right across this universe and light appeared. So right at the very beginning God designed music into this world and the reason it resonates with us as human beings is because our bodies Are designed to work with the way the world is. The way the world God and the the way that God has designed it. At the end of the day, we are we work by mathematics as well as anything else. Human beings. The reason that we enjoy music is to do with maths. But it's really not as disconnected as that. That it gives us a heart connection with God Himself. And that's why I think we sing to worship God. So a few years ago, I remember having a conversation with a a shopkeeper um, here in Greenock. He's a a Muslim shopkeeper. And I was buying some stuff for the church. And he had asked me, uh, what I think it was cabling for the church sound system. He'd asked me what I was buying all this stuff for. And uh, I said, oh, it's for a church sound system. He says, Well, oh, right, you're you're a Christian minister. There's a question I've always wanted to ask someone. And that is, why why do Christians sing? He said he noticed that across lots of different religions that Christians love to sing. And this had intrigued them. And I suppose if you're brought up in the church and you've been to church all your life, that's perhaps not something you ever think about. It just seems normal. But to him, it's, it it seemed um, strange, he didn't quite understand what we sang about. I said, "Well, we sing about God, and because we believe that um, the message of Jesus is good news, and so we want to sing about the good news. And that's why Christians sing." So he was he was quite fascinated by that, um, and uh, it's an interesting conversation. Anyway, I've got another wee uh, picture. Where I'll show you, uh, which is from that verse from Colossians three sixteen. I read. A wee bit, a wee while ago, it says uh, the Apostle Paul says, "Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts." Now, since the the beginning of the lockdown. We have not been able to sing as a church, at least not together. And it's been fantastic that we've had the technology to be able to do that online and sing in your own homes. But it's not the same as being together and singing. And Paul, Paul reminds us here that worship is not just singing. It also has to do with being taught by the Word of God. So worship in church involves the reading of scripture, it involves the preaching and teaching of scripture, and it also involves singing the Bible and singing hymns and songs to God. So although we've not been able to sing, we've still been worshiping because we've had the Bible. We've been listening to the Bible, we've been reading the Bible, we've been hearing the Bible being taught and preached. It's interesting here that Paul says, that the Word of Christ, the message of Christ, is to teach and to admonish. Admonish means to correct. And sometimes we need corrected in our thinking and our understanding of God in our attitudes and our lifestyles. And the Bible does that. But it's interesting here he ties it in with singing. So it's through singing psalms, the Psalms from the Bible, which is the original hymn book of the church, through hymns, which is normally understood as lyrics that involve a theme from scripture or a particular teaching from scripture and that's put to music. And the other thing he mentions is songs from the spirit. Um, There's been a lot of debate about what that means. I personally think it means possibly singing in a spontaneous song from God that's just given in the spur of the moment, whether in tongues, the gift of tongues, which I have heard on occasion, and it is a beautiful sound when you hear people singing in tongues and singing in the spirit, or it could be a song in a person's own language that they have been given by God to sing in the moment and to do all of this with gratitude in our hearts. You see, all of worship is about thanksgiving. It's about showing gratitude to God, in realizing that we are sinners saved by grace through what Jesus has done for us and all that God has done for us. Worship is the overflow of the experience of that grace and in the realisation of what God has truly done for us. And I think until we are in that place of of, of having some understanding of God's grace, I think it's almost impossible to to worship God. I mean, you can sing words, you can sing hymns, but I mean really worshipping God in spirit and in truth is a scripture tells us God wants worshippers who worship in spirit and in truth. And you can only do that when God has a, a a grip of you, a hold of you, and that you've been born again of his spirit and that you have experienced his grace. Then, then you, you know how to worship. You know how to sing because it's just an overflow of the heart. It's an overflow of what, what God has done done for you. I have another wee picture to show you, um, which is a verse from Colossians 3 and verses 1 and 2. It's at the very beginning of this passage and I think if we're to properly understand what Paul is saying about singing, we have to go back to what he says at the beginning of this chapter where he's reminding the Colossians of just what God has done for them. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above Christ is seated at the right hand of God and set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And Paul goes on to, in that chapter, to talk about how Christians are to live in the light of what God has done through Jesus, in the light of that grace that they have been given. So we are to live lives of holiness and righteousness, to turn away from sin and to turn towards God in every aspect of our lives. And as God's grace works in us, we are to worship Him. We are to sing praises to Him. And what Paul reminds us here at the very beginning is that we have to remember to keep our focus on things above, to keep our focus on God. It can be so easy when it comes to worship and singing that we become so focused on the music itself or the style of the music that we actually lose sight of the fact that this is about God, it's not about us. I try and do my best to try and find uh, worship music both modern and more traditional that will at least minister to somebody in, in most of our services it's not an easy thing to, to balance, it's not an easy thing uh, to get right because I know everybody has their own particular musical preferences. Um, I'm firmly a believer in that the fact that there is not a, a godly B flat and that everything else is somehow irreligious, that there is just music and some music sounds good to some people and it doesn't to others, and it's a matter of taste. Um, But despite trying to find music that that maybe helps different people to worship in different ways, we can still find ourselves focusing too much on the music, whether it's, you know, maybe there's something that we really enjoy and we like, I think. Thank goodness has picked something that I like this week. Um, which is which is fine to, to say that. I can understand that um, or alternatively, you know I don't know this. it's maybe a modern hymn I don't like it um, and it's okay to have that opinion as well. But there is a danger in that that we become so focused on the music or the style that we lose sight of the fact that wor- this worship is about God. And so even if we if we don't particularly like the song or the tune we we try and sing and we we worship god because that's what we're here for we're here for him not for us worship is not about us it is about god and even hymns that we might not particularly like if our hearts are pleasing to god then our worship is pleasing to god And it doesn't matter if you can sing or not. It doesn't even matter if you can sing in tune or not. That does not matter to God one bit. Our worship is pleasing to God when our hearts are right with God. And when our hearts are right with God, worship is just an overflow of the thanksgiving that we have for all that God has done for us and through Jesus, his son. And so worship, real worship is never a chore. Real worship is never something that really goes against what our our spirits really desire, our spirits desire to worship. God has created us to worship him. And music can help us connect with him eh, as well. So for those that are maybe able to attend our in-person services look forward to many services in the future when we can sing together although with masks at the moment and in those times allow God to minister to us and that we can connect with God in those times and I'd really encourage you as well to consider singing to God and worshipping God in different times during the week you don't need to be in church To sing hymns or worship god you can sing at home you can sing in the shower uh, you can sing when you're doing the dishes or when you're working or if you're driving in the car or you're out walking it doesn't matter where you are you can sing praise to god and especially during difficult times this is i think this is really important there are times in our lives and, and this has been a difficult year and a half you know for everyone um, and there are times in a nation's life and there are times in our own lives when things are going on in our own personal lives or family and we find it hard to pray or maybe you find it hard to open the bible but even in those times where you may find those things difficult you might be able to sing you might be able to remember a hymn maybe off the top of your head And those hymns and songs can minister to us in ways that nothing else can. And especially when we're singing the words of the scriptures. It used to be up until two, three hundred years ago, and the Psalms was the only hymn book of the church and we sang Psalms unaccompanied, especially here in Scotland, where it was the, the tradition for since the time of the reformation. But even before that, the psalms were the hymn book of the the pre-Reformation church as well. And in a time when people, majority of people, couldn't read or write, we learned the Christian faith through the hymns that we sang. And even today, those of us who maybe grew up in church we can still remember those hymns that we learnt in Sunday school or when we were children, our parents, or grandparents, singing to us before we went, went to sleep. We can still remember those. When we may find it more difficult to remember Scripture of heart, we remember the hymns. So I'd encourage you to sing hymns on your own at home or with family, at work, in the car, wherever you are, and allow God to minister in those times. We pray together. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of worship, for the gift of singing and music. We thank you that you have created this world in a way that makes music possible. I know that for many people, music resonates with their heart in a way that few other things can. And for that we are so thankful. Lord, I pray that you would help us in these days as we are once again allowed to sing again in congregational worship as we meet together on the Lord's Day, but also during our week, in times alone with you, or when we're working or when we're driving or walking, that we can sing hymns of praise to you, Lord, and use these times to minister to us, that you would powerfully use music that resonates with our hearts and you have created each one of us uniquely, that we are all individuals, there's no two of us the same in this world. And there's such a variety of music in this world that you have given to us. To speak into everyone's heart. Lord, I pray that you would use music and worship and singing powerfully in your church in these days and especially in our lives as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of our time of worship uh, tonight and um, if you remember for those that maybe didn't catch the beginning eh, i'll just repeat what i said at the beginning i'm looking to just maybe change eh, these sunday evening services a little bit just due to lack of time eh, for me particularly on a sunday eh, because i have two in-person services one in the morning and one in the afternoon and it does take some time to set up all the technology for this and make sure it's all working and we have had some technical (laughs) problems there the past few weeks. And I think that's just due to not having enough time to, to make sure that all that all works. Um, so I'm hoping to do it during the week. Uh, so a Wednesday at 12 is the plan. Not this coming Wednesday but starting from the week after. So Wednesday at 12 and then that will go on YouTube live and then it will be shared to Facebook on Sunday and it will be uploaded For the podcast for the Sunday as well. So, for those that are listening by telephone, eh, you'll be able to get it on the Sunday evening eh, as well. So, I hope that's all eh, okay for everyone. So, I'm just going to ask God's blessing and eh, wish you all well. Eh, So, now may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all now and always. Amen. So, take care, everyone, and hopefully, see you soon. Bye now.